This is the Mind Fitness Method Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping people achieve and maintain healthy habits lifelong. Our focus is on the most important aspect of health and fitness, the mental game. Join me, Dr. Eric Aiken, as I explore topics on motivation, perspective, goal setting, and more. So if you have gotten bored with your workouts, then you're going to want to listen to this especially if you are a boring person, because some of the tips that I'm going to give in here if, are helpful for you if you're a boring person to make yourself seem less boring. And, um, you know, there's actually a study done on boring people. They were looking for the most boring person. And by that, they're just looking for a, a, a stereotype, a figuring out what were the characteristics of a boring person. This is a bit off the top subject here, but there was a, a scientist, his name is Wijnand Van Tilburg, and he and his assistant were, they did five different studies involving about 500 participants trying to figure out what is it that makes someone boring. And they, they found like the most boring jobs. I think most of them had to do with like banks and taxes and so forth. No offense to accountants and bankers. But um, they also found like a, a, a ser- series or a collection of characteristics that made people boring. And typically the people that are considered most boring have no interests, no sense of humor, no opinions, and complain too much. These are the characteristics of what most people consider boring, according to these studies. And um, interestingly, Tilburg and his team found that uh, the participants in this st- these studies that were being asked all these questions, what they considered to be boring characteristics, they said that um, people who have a lot of boring characteristics were more than likely to be automatically perceived as incompetent or cold. And so you don't want to be boring, but by having an interest in fitness, at least you have that as your interest. That's, that's going to make you a little less boring as it is. But if you're bored with your workouts, then um, you're going to need to begin to implement some of these things that they have found that actually make people seem less boring. Uh, and to, to speak to that, what he said was that boredom, you should look when you are feeling bored with your workouts, you should see it as a opportunity because boredom does serve some purposes. Uh, it ultimately stirs a psychological purpose and pushes people to search for new things that they would find meaningful or valuable. So that is a positive outcome of boredom. So what it comes comes down to is when you are trying to change your, when you are finding yourself bored with your exercise and your routine, then think of this as an opportunity to grow. You're going to expand yourself in some way. And uh, this is a, a moment where something good is about to happen. Think of it that way and that, first of all, doing that right away, right off the bat, will make you seem less bored with it. 
when you start to anticipate that something good is about to happen. So when you're bored with your workouts, it comes down to this. You need to start focusing on the meaning of those workouts to you in both a very broad sense and a very specific sense. So something general and specific for that workout only, that workout for the day, and then your workouts in general. So how do you inject meaning back into your workouts when they seem to have lost their meaning flavor? I'm going to give you several different suggestions. The first three are more are the most important, I think. Number one is you have to re-examine your whys. And as you set out to, if you're someone who is new to exercising or you haven't done it in a while and you've made this commitment, you've, you're trying to get back into shape again, then I encourage you to write down your whys and put them somewhere where you can see them again in your phone, put them in your computer, uh, type them up, print them out and put them on your desk. But have them where you can refer back to them from time to time. It's important, particularly when you start to get bored with your workouts, because then you can go back to them and start to re-examine them. Are they still relevant, those whys? Uh, or do you need to throw some of them out and add new ones? I'll tell you one important why is, and probably the most important of all of your whys, is other people. When your whys involve other people, they have more meaning. When they serve other people, particularly in some way, whether it's your husband or wife or your kids, your the people at your job or a friend, your family, uh, extended family, then that is more important. And so, you know, it's, this is an easy one for me. You know, my business here is, is with the mind fitness method is for other people to help solve the obesity crisis. And so that's an easy why for me to keep going with what I do to try to stay in shape. And so you look at the people that are most important to you and add them to your list of whys. And then secondly is to re-examine your goals. And I have in, in the evolve program, uh, we have a whole system of an, an advanced system of goals and that's in the entire first module of that program. But you've, you've heard of the basics, you know, the smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. That's always, you know, a, an important set of characteristics for your goals. But your goals may change over time. As you age, your priorities change, and therefore your goals may also change. So re-examine your goals. And again, write those down, keep them accessible, and refer back to them. And when you find yourself bored, Re-examine those goals and change them if you need to. The third thing you can do is to create a different context for your goals. So what do I mean by that? So if you're a runner and you like to run, but you've gotten bored with running, well, instead, think about virtually running across America. Okay, so let me see. I'm going to ask Siri, how many miles is it? Hey Siri, how many miles is it from New York to Los Angeles? Los Angeles is about 2,789 miles from New York by car. Okay, so 
you're going to run 2,789 miles in a certain amount of time, whatever that would be, whatever appropriate amount of time that would be to you. But you see, that's a very long extended goal and you can figure it out. If you're going to run on average five miles a day, well then, uh, 2,789 divided by five is 557 days. So, you know, a year and a half you're going to take to run, uh, across the same distance from New York to Los Angeles. You can be able to say you did that. I've run in the last 18 months, the same distance that it would take me to run from New York to Los Angeles. That's would be interesting to people. Then you don't seem so boring, but if you're a boring person, uh, but it also makes it more interesting to you. You can say, Oh, you know what? I'm, uh, I've made it to Ohio. Now I've, I've made it over to, uh, uh, Nevada and now I'm in whatever virtually you set the path and then you can sort of track yourself on a map. Uh, but it gives you a context, a different context for your workout. Um, now I want to make some practical suggestions and, um, these are just, these are less, uh, psychological, but they do seem to have the effect of increasing your interest in your workouts when they've lost their flavor. Uh, one of those is to, um, well, I, I skipped one thing I wanted to say. And when you're creating a different context for your goals, focus on a similar other, a person who is like you, but obviously not you, but that has done what you want to achieve. They call this uh, a vicarious uh, experience. Okay, so you're having a vicarious experience through another person who is similar to you. They're the same sex. They're the, roughly the same age. Uh, and maybe they're the same race and all these other things. Is, is, li- is, is similar to you as you can get them. And then they've achieved something that you want to achieve. So then you make that your goal you know, to achieve what they have achieved because they're very similar to you in so many ways. And if they could do it, then you could do it. And, uh, there's plenty of places to look for people like that. There are people in, uh, these uh, groups on Facebook. Uh, one of the groups that I'm in, uh, there are many weight loss groups on Facebook. Uh, there are fitness. There's one I'm in called fitness fanatics over 50 and I'm 52 now. So, uh, I'm in there a lot and I see a lot of people that have done some incredible stuff and many of them are similar in my size and age and and sex and, uh, you know, stature. And so those are people that I try to copy and incorporate into my goals. So again, create a different context for your goals. Now, these, here are some practical suggestions that just seem to have the effect of spicing up your, your exercise, your workouts. First, work out at a different time or place than you usually do. Obviously, the one you knew I was going to say is change what you're doing. Okay, if you, if you normally exercise with weights, well, then just do body weight only. Put some kind of a restriction on it. Uh, if you're doing resistance work, uh, and if you only do body weight exercise, do only, you know, physical weight resistance workouts and so forth. Uh, exercise at a different time, a different place, 
So if you work out at night, work out in the morning. If you like to run in your neighborhood, well, then run at a local park or a different neighborhood. You know, just uh, mix it up. Get a new scenery. Next is join a class. Social is, there's a book actually, it's called Social. And it talks about, you know, once you're earning enough money and to a level that you're not sinking, uh, then it is your social life that provides the biggest jump in happiness. So just working at even more so than money, more so than making a lot of money. Uh, and they've actually been able to equate the happiness that, it, that comes from making more money to a social life. So working at a soup kitchen, for example, once a week uh, provides more happiness than earning an extra $100,000 a year. Imagine that. So other people are important to our happiness and other people are a big source of meaning to us. So if you, again, the whole purpose here is to re-inject meaning back into your workouts. So if you join a a fitness class at a gym somewhere, you make new connections with people, even if you're not even talking to them or meeting them, but you start to see those same people, you kind of nod at each other each time that you go as they become familiar with you and you with them. And uh, then once you, if you do take that step and start to talk to people before and after the workouts, make some new connections, then that uh, can start to add new meaning to you in your workouts. Uh, You become a new, it's a new tribe that you've joined. So inject meaning through joining a a class and making connections with people. Also, Purchase exercise equipment that involves a social aspect, like the Peloton. And I, I may talk about the Peloton quite a bit, uh, or at least I have it on Facebook a lot recently. And I just bought one, of, I don't know, it was six months ago, I think. But I have to say it is a- absolutely fantastic. And I don't work for Peloton. I don't have a financial relationship with them. But, but the social aspect of that equipment, and I think this is definitely going to be the future of of fitness equipment, home fitness equipment is the social aspect. And, um, it, it's just fantastic. So, uh, if you don't have any familiarity with the Peloton, check it out. Uh, next is use a fitness app. And if, again, if you're looking to do different type of workouts that you haven't done before, look at one, uh, one that I like is called center C E N T R center. And, uh, they have a lot of great different workouts, a lot of body weight workouts. Uh, daily burn is another app that has a bunch of different workouts. They have a paid version, two different levels of paid, uh, versions of that app and a huge number of different workouts, but those have a lot of diversity of workouts. You can search and filter the types of workouts by the length of the workout, the intensity, whether you're beginner, medium, or advanced, and the equipment that you're using with the workout, whether it's no equipment, you know, body weight only or dumbbells, kettlebells, whatever. So the, the apps are great. Use one if, if you haven't been using one. And another app that I like is called Strava. And Strava is sort of like the best I can describe it. It's like a fitness tracker combined with Facebook. So whenever you complete a workout, it'll track your Usually it's, it's mostly for cardio things. So if you're biking or running or hiking or whatever, it can track where 
the distance that you went, your heart rate through it. It can pull up this whole report when you complete the workout. So it's a fitness tracker and it documents the t- date and time that you did the workout, how far you went. And then you can choose to share that information, just like on Facebook. You can choose to share how much information. You can have it just say you you worked out and you ran this far. Or you can show all of it. You ran in this park at this time and went this far. And some people might not want to let just anybody know exactly where they were, but uh, for obvious safety reasons. But you get the idea. And then you can you can friend people on there and and choose to just show only your friends that information and so forth. You can even list what shoes that you wore and all that and give a short description of your workout. How did it go? Was it intense? Was it tough? You know, or was it an easy one? Uh, Were you in the zone? That kind of thing. So Strava, S-T-R-A-V-A. I think it's a fantastic combination of a fitness tracker and a social media uh, that, that, that could be made. So next is change what you listen to while you work out. So, you know, sit down for the intention, the expressed purpose of just putting together a new, uh, uh, music list uh, that you're going to listen to. A lot of times, you know, for a long time, I listened to the same exact uh, music list for like two years and never changed it really uh, hardly. And uh, I definitely got bored with the music. So make a new one with no songs that are on your old one. And uh, that may make things a little bit different. Also listen to something different than music. If you're normally listening to music, well then listen to a podcast, find a podcast you want to listen to and listen to it while you're running or working out or listen to an audiobook. You know, uh, uh, I like two different sources of audiobooks. Uh, uh, one is uh, called uh, Mentorbox, M-E-N-T-O-R, Box. Uh, Mentorbox sort of has this, it's like cliff notes for all the important books out there that you might want to uh, read of various kinds. Uh, and another one is Audible, obviously, that's, I think, uh, through Amazon. Audible has fantastic audiobooks where it's literally the entire book re- read out by someone. And uh, so change up what you're listening to, and that may make your time spent on the workout a little better. Those things don't necessarily inject a whole lot of different meaning necessarily, but they make it a little less boring. So in the same way for you, if you are a boring person, find a way to inject meaning into other people's lives, and then you become a way less boring person to them. So I hope you found this helpful. Again, uh, if you want to learn more about the Mind Fitness Method and the Evolve program, go to our website. There's a link to that underneath underneath the uh, entry here for this uh, podcast episode. Or you can go to www.ericakinmd.com. That's E-R-I-C-A-K-I-N-M-D.com. And uh, check out the Evolve program. I'm a, I am actually changing the Evolve program over to a subscription model where you can get the video course uh, for a special summer rate. And um, that's only going to be for this summer. So check it out and begin to learn how to establish the habits of regular exercise and controlled eating long term. It is completely uh, a mental skills 
game. And once you know these mental skills that are proven in science, then you will begin to see a lot more consistency and it will, again, make more, have more meaning to you. It will remain exciting to you and something that you can do for years and maintain those results. Until the next time, remember, it is your brain that maintains the change. <laughs>